0: You may have heard about this hot water that Garth Brooks got into last week. The master of the black cowboy hat and private jet had taken his show to Ford Field in Detroit where he played a concert in front of 70,000 people and that was all well and good. But it was his choice of dress that left some people in a tussle. Pictures of Garth on social media showed him wearing a gray jersey with the name Sanders on the back, along with the number 20, and more than one poster to his Instagram took exception to what they believed were political leanings, as in Bernie Sanders 2020, when actually he was honoring NFL legend Barry Sanders. The NFL's Detroit Lions later posted a suggestion on their social media indicating their former star running back should actually run for president, given his prowess at running for touchdowns.
1: <laughs> I like the way you started that, Cliff. The master of the black cowboy hat. And private jet. And private jet, yes. Wasn't he given that by uh, some folks out in Las the Vegas? Vegas, yeah, the people who own the casino. I was thinking that was right. Well, welcome to the Monday morning edition. of Absolutely. Yes. How are you doing today, Cliff? Cold? (laughs) It it took a while for my feet to thaw out.
0: Right about yesterday, like about two.
1: Yes. (laughs) But we did the polar plunge. Yeah. We went in one foot deep. We did. One foot. And I'm still a little chilly with that. (laughs) Here it is, almost 50. And I've got on this, uh, Heavy jacket in the studio. (laughs) And my feet are still freezing. Yeah. Uh Sometimes your mind just wanders. Wanders? You'll be doing something kind of, you know, boring. (laughs) Yeah. Like listening to this program. Well, yeah. And you get to thinking about something else. And it happened to me yesterday afternoon. Oh, it did, huh? I had a craving for cookies. Okay. And I actually baked some cookies at my house. Yes. You Not turn from the, scratch. Uh, one of those, uh,
0: like a thing that's like dough's already made, just lay these little blocks of frozen dough out on a pan and cook them? Exactly. Okay. Yes, that's but what you, I but did. But the fact that you
1: turn the oven on is, uh, well, I'm just wowed. Well, frankly, I, so. I think it irritated my oven a little <laughs> oh, bit when it? I turned it on. Yes. <laughs> I think it was like, what are you doing? I'm just supposed to be sp- taking some space here. Yeah. But anyway, I was making these cookies, Cliff, yeah. and they smell so good, as you well know, in your house whenever yeah. you're baking oh, cookies. Yeah. Yep. And when I opened up the oven door, Damn. I got to thinking to myself, Damn. if I was Superman with his superpowers, and you've probably yeah. never thought of this, okay, right when I open up an oven, Damn. I could just reach in and start eating those cookies right out of the oven oh, and it yeah. wouldn't bother me a bit. Oh, that's absolutely true. Never really thought about that. Yes. And then I got to thinking, you know? if I was really Superman, I wouldn't need an oven. <laughs> I could just heat them with my eye sockets. Yeah, also true. I no. never really thought about that.
0: We'd on the surface, this event a few days ago on the campus of the University of Oklahoma harkened back to college protests of the 1960s. But not quite. Fifty years ago, students the establishment called hippies and beatniks walked out of class all over the country and started sit-ins and other forms of protest against the Vietnam War and for civil rights. And you can expect many of those who sat down Wednesday on the floor of the office of school president Joseph Heraz and refused to leave had some of the same feelings as they were protesting two incidents where professors used racial slurs while teaching. One incident came when a history professor used the N-word while reading from a 1920s-era Senate document. and The other came when the head of the journalism and mass comm program equated saying that word to saying the word boomer. The incidents left the protesters calling for the dismissal of those two faculty members, and among their other demands, a semester-long class focused on diversity for teachers, not for students, and a new multicultural center with meeting spaces specifically designed for marginalized students. Those protesters, in fact, said they're going on a hunger strike until those demands are met. Although you do have to wonder how serious they were about that hunger strike because also among the demands that the school needs to meet in order to get them to go away, an on-campus Popeye's chicken restaurant. (laughs) We want chicken!
1: When do we want it?
0: Now! Yes!
1: (laughs) This morning when I came into work, I turned on my... uh... Computer screen, and one of yeah. the first stories that popped up mm-hmm. was today is the 58th birthday of John Bon Jovi. He's 58, he's 58 right? today. Okay. And I got to thinking because when yeah. you, there's just different artists, whenever you hear their name, you think of that signature song that just pops out in your brain. True, you know what I'm saying? Right, no, I, I totally understand. And yeah. with Bon Jovi, the one yeah. that always pops out in my name or in my head, yeah. is Living on a Prayer. Remember that song? How oh, yeah. popular it was! Yeah, fast, upbeat, yep. things are going on. Yeah, lot of guitar playing in it. Yeah, and I got to thinking, living on a prayer. Yeah, and now today, if I was going to write a song, Cliff. Yeah, I think I would call mine, napping in a chair. <laughs> whoa, whoa,
0: we're no. napping in a chair.
1: That sounds like a weird owl. Rendition. Maybe you should work with that a little bit. Maybe I should. Yeah, Cliff. I just want to say a big thank you, a huge thank you, actually to Walter, who oh, helped yeah. us out at the Polar Plunge. The,
0: yeah, he, he. You know, we always say somebody's, you know, going to do the dirty work for
1: it. He actually did the dirty work. For he us. did the dirty work for us. <laughs> Walter Eit and his wife Amanda. Yeah. Brought themselves, and their th- three boys. Yep. Yeah. And they came to the Polar Plunge, mm-hmm. and Walter. Mm-hmm came up with cash. Yeah. Got himself a t-shirt mm-hmm. and decided he was going to join our jock sickle's team and go in with Cliff and myself. Yes. And Walter, to his credit, yeah, went out almost to the fireman, <laughs> dove into the water. Yeah, he was he was totally underwater. Came up. Yeah. Shampooed his hair. I'm not <laughs> no, kidding. No, this is actually true. And yes. went back into the water, <laughs> and rinsed and rinsed off. <laughs> And then walked out to the fireman and high-fived him. Now, he couldn't speak English once but, he got yeah, out of the, the water. by the time he
0: got out there, he was so cold, he couldn't
1: say high-five. He couldn't say anything <laughs> for quite some time. But I wanted to thank Walter and his entire family for showing up, Cliff. Yep. They drove an hour and ten minutes to get there to Pride's Creek yes. on Saturday. Yep. And they froze along with us, Walter more so than us. <laughs> wow when you go into a cold lake that's cliff, right
0: and it was already cold it was like uh
1: it was like f- 33 the air temperature was 33 coming off of water yeah and walter yeah. decides and he told us before he went in i think i'm gonna shampoo my hair <laughs> i thought he was joking no he wasn't but then the suds hit so thanks walter for yeah, participating was fun. it was fun well cliff let's get it straight right now okay there's about 38 percent of us here in the united states yeah that are now refusing to buy Corona beer because we're afraid of the coronavirus.
0: <laughs> because <sighs> you can get that from a Mexican beer. Yes. No, you can't. <laughs> no, you can't.
1: There's no way you're going to get it from the beer. Yeah. It just happens to be the same horrible name That's associated right. with the beer. That,
0: that doesn't necessarily mean Corona tastes good. No, no. <laughs>
1: but you can't get the virus from it. No. What we need in this country yeah. is, let's say, a sepsis. that's what we need in this country that
0: will scare everyone into doing what
1: that will stop people from buying any of billy ray's music
0: (laughs) as if the sound of his voice wasn't scary enough (laughs) or irisepsis
1: it'll do it i'm telling you
0: we this small town in mexico celebrates the life of their patron saint even better than you can do in florida People have been living in San Juan de la Vega, just northwest of Mexico City, since the 1500s and for nearly that long they've been celebrating St. John the Baptist in this manner. Legend says the town's namesake had his gold stolen by a group of roving bandits and he prayed for St. John the Baptist to help him get it back and the saint did, apparently using a hammer as a weapon. Which is why the town of San Juan de la Vega now celebrates every February with what's called The Exploding Hammer Festival. Participants attach a mix of sulfur and chlorate to the ends of their sledgehammers and then go pound them on various hard things in hopes of sending up massive clouds of smoke. However, the concoction is sometimes mixed incorrectly, resulting in an explosion that blows up the hammer and whatever it's being smacked against. During the just-concluded festival in San Juan de la Vega, there were 43 injuries. (laughs) The Exploding Hammer Festival.
1: Sometimes the name says it all, Cliff. Yeah. Just the name. And I think this is one of those examples. Really? It's called Archery Dodgeball.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's really no other uh, describing it.
1: Yes, because <laughs> axe throwing yeah. is so 2019. We have to have Archery <laughs> Dodgeball. So, so so. I'm just trying to get the mental image to make sure it's that I have it accurately.
0: There there are two teams. Yes. You line up on opposite sides, and instead of throwing red rubber balls in an attempt to strike members of the other team and thus win the game, you're shooting at them with bow and arrow.
1: Well, sort of like that, yes. Okay. Uh, the game starts with six people on a side. You're in an area where there's hiding spaces, okay. but the arrows are out in the middle of the uh, floor. Okay. And you run and grab as many arrows as possible, knowing full well that if somebody gets there first and loads up, (laughs) they can smack you right there, two foot away.
0: Into oncoming fire
1: at close range. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Now, once you get hit, and there's different rules in different states, but generally speaking, once you get hit with an arrow, you're on the other team.
0: Oh, so you switch teams.
1: You switch teams if you get hit. (laughs) But if you catch an arrow, you can get your member back. I don't know who's gonna to want to catch an arrow. Who can? I would probably catch I mean, one in the eye. Right. That's where I would catch mine at. But that's the new thing going around, Cliff. And they Archery say it's, dodgeball. They say it's safe. Yeah. I'm gonna to have to see that in action from a yeah, distance I'm, before th- I believe yeah, that.
0: I'm not getting any there's gotta be something on the arrows that's uh, you know not pointy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, I think they
1: got like a rubber ball-y thing oh, on the okay. end. It doesn't like stick in you; it hits you and bounces oh, okay. off. Okay, but you can hide behind stuff in the event and all of that, and okay, rear up and just sling one at somebody. And wow, <laughs> I'm just listen. Isn't that kind of like it's like paintball? Exactly. Yeah, but with bows and arrows. I'm just. <laughs> and you pay money. For someone to shoot a bow and arrow at you. <laughs> if it was free, yeah. I could almost see that, Cliff. But I'm not paying to be arrowed. <laughs> it's a rarity that I get excited about what's coming up tomorrow on this program. But. <laughs> But I'm excited. it's a
0: rarity that you're excited about anything on this program.
1: Yes, except for that segment that you do at 9:37. That's right. But tomorrow I'm kind yeah. of fired up because well, it's a rare moment the meshing of two different departments from our newsroom.
0: <laughs> That's right. You know, oddly enough, we've we've heard of uh, all the different departments who bring those stories at the end of the newscast, and sometimes there's a competition. Amongst those departments for uh, you know space because there's a, we can only do one story, and a newscast. So yes, it's like three a day. Uh but there is a rare collaboration planned for tomorrow. They will be working together. Would you like to know the departments that are, uh, going oh, to work together? Yes, yes, sure. yes, I would. Yeah, so the, the two teams who are combining for the story at some point will probably do it like at seven fifteen at the okay. end of the seven o'clock news. All right. It's the morning roadshow department of, or are you happy to see me? Coupled up with the efforts of the morning roadshow department of. Just in time for breakfast. Oh.
1: I don't know if those two have ever got together or worked together. I don't believe together. they have. Now, what oh. was that
0: again, Cliff? The what? Or are you happy to
1: see me? And just in time for breakfast. <laughs> and he has been giddy working on this oh, yeah. already.
0: Oh yeah, it's it's going to be fabulous.
1: Generally, Cliff doesn't work on the story until he gets here yeah. in the morning. He's working early. It's time now for take it to the bank. And today we're talking about Peanut butter facts. Probably didn't think you'd think of ever hear of that on a Monday morning, but no. today's your day. Yep. Cliff One Acre of Peanuts will make mm-hmm. thirty thousand peanut butter sandwiches <laughs> in just one acre. <laughs> okay. It takes about five hundred and fifty peanuts to make a twelve ounce jar of creamy peanut butter. How many? Five hundred and fifty peanuts. Oh, okay. In a twelve ounce jar. Cool. And here in America, yes. we will eat. About seven hundred million pounds of peanut butter every year. Dang. That's a lot of peanut butter. Dang. And one more fact, Cliff. Yeah. This could be a great place to work if you love peanut butter. The Jiff plant in Lexington, Kentucky yeah. is reportedly the largest peanut butter <laughs> peanut butter factory. In the entire world <laughs> in Lexington, Kentucky.
0: I had no idea it was in Lexington,
1: Kentucky. I had no idea where they made it either, but that hmm. seems to be one of the main places. All of that you can take to the bank. The military, I read, is getting really close okay. to having the ability to make things turn invisible. Kind of like a cloak of invisibility that you've heard about cloak, all of your life as a A
0: cloak kid. of invisibility.
1: Yes. Okay. I've never had a cloak. No. But now I'm kind of wanting one. Yeah. But... I'm wondering if you had a cloak of invisibility, yeah. don't you think you'd have to hang it up in the same place every single day?
0: Oh, yeah, because, you know, it's invisible. And how do you clean it? <laughs> well, you got to follow the manufacturer's label, because if you put bleach on that,
1: it's not supposed to have, it's going to be rendered visible. And there has to be some <laughs> way to decide, I guess by the label, Yeah. inside or out. True. Because if you put it on backwards... <laughs> well,
0: then you can't see anybody. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Cliff, was there anything
1: said today? Yeah, there
0: were several things uh, said today, but, oh wait, before we get to those, let me uh, read you this uh, just uh, information I just received. Today is National Diarrhea Awareness Week. Runs until Friday. Oh. <laughs> besides that,
1: was oh, besides there anything that, said today? Number
0: three, the Exploding Hammer Festival. <laughs> number two, Archery Dodgeball. And the number one morning road show phrase for today. I
1: think I'm going to go shampoo my hair. And don't forget, <laughs> yes. tomorrow, combination on the news. That's right. There'll be two right probably
0: right after the seven o'clock news stories featuring information from the Morning Roadshow Department of Or Are You Happy to See Me? And just in time for breakfast.
1: No, oh, I can't wait. <laughs> yes I can. <laughs>